to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk about doing pricing differently. And we're all about doing business differently in this neck of the woods. And I want to talk about pricing. Pricing often leaves us as health and helping professionals feeling some sort of way, right? We're not really trained around looking at pricing and money. For many of us, particularly I know in dietetics, many many of the people in dietetics are raised um, and socialized as women um, and therefore um, there's a whole lot of baggage that comes with money and, you know, and its connection to caring and helping um, that, that can impact on pricing, how we feel about it. There's cultural norms. There's also like the fact that within the systems we're part of, it is to the benefit of the system that we feel uncomfortable about money, right? Um, And so I want to talk about how we can do it differently, how we can kind of really orient ourselves in what is going on around pricing within capitalism, within the systems we're part of, and perhaps just plant some seeds for considering some other ways to come at money, finances, pricing, and meeting our needs. And I'm not presenting this as I never am as the only way or as the the solution, but just as, as some points of curiosity and inquiry with yourself. Now, I have done another episode on pricing and um, around finances and money. It was actually part of a finance and money three-part system, I think it was, system, three-part series. Anyway, pricing in a values-driven business. So I'll, I'll leave the link to that in the show notes so you can check that out. We're not going to talk about different kind of pricing structures, um, but if you want to talk, if you want to have a look at that, then I do cover that in that um, episode. But today I kind of want to look at, I suppose, the values that pricing and how we relate to pricing is grounded in and then give you I suppose encourage or invite you to consider how you can ground pricing and how you engage with it within your values and within your vision for the kind of world relationship you want to have with money yourself but also the kind of way we um, orient in the world and co-create different things in our current systems pricing which obviously is around money um, money is a tool to get our needs met So in capitalism, most of our needs have been commodified. So our human needs, we have human needs, you know, needs we need to take care of, of course, that's why they're needs. Um, And in a capitalist system, those needs have a price tag on them. And then therefore we need a certain amount of money to be able to meet our needs. Now, the capitalist system has only been around for about 400-esque years. And well, maybe a bit longer than that now. Anyway. Not forever though, right? So capitalism is a way of doing commerce, a way of structuring money, economy, and even politics around a certain set of values around money and um, doing business. Commerce itself, the doing of the business stuff, the exchanging of goods and services for some sort of um, either exchange of goods and services has been around for longer than that. So don't, um, what's the word, equate 
doing business with capitalism. Capitalism is just the structure and systems that we do business in in this iteration or that we're asked to do business in and we can choose differently, right? Um, So there is a different piece there. And I'll drop in the link in the show notes an episode I did on capitalism and commerce and just kind of orienting you around that if you want to take a listen um, to that. So let's have a look first at what are the values of pricing and money within a capitalist kind of system, that values framework. And then what are the pieces we could maybe pull apart or where could we kind of get curious? Where could you scratch around in and where could you, where are the opportunities to embed your values in your pricing? So capitalism prices through a very extractive binary usually, um, and extraction being the modus operandi of capitalism, extraction and exploitation. And what capitalism generally asks to do as the business owner is either extract from the humans we're serving or extract from ourselves. So we have a price in a way that we extract from the humans we're serving. So, you know, price to the point the market will hold or, um, you know, if you've ever heard, oh, you could charge two times, three times more than that, you know, these kind of statements. So it asks us to do that. So traditional business training, particularly in the online space, will basically try and get you to charge as much as you can, to charge what you're worth, um, to to charge for the value of what you're doing. You know, and you see all those um, like um, tools around pricing to be like, this is worth this much money, but you get it for this. So like there's all these kind of tricks and baits and switches and manipulation bullshit going on around pricing within that kind of way. And the whole point is to... And, and I'm not saying that the people who are doing this are doing this with the intention, but under capitalism, these strategies and ways of engaging and relating to pricing and getting people to think about money and pricing and, and change their mindset around pricing and be gaslit around their mindset about money and pricing is to extract from the people that they serve. So if you think about, um, you know, when I, one of the first things like when I was kind of you know, learning about online business back in the the Wild West, the very early days, was there was a lot of like extraction kind of things like, you know, charge this much for your program and then um, get like, you know, a VA in the Philippines was was the thing at the time, um, you know, and only pay them this much. That real extractive like Amazon-esque kind of model of doing business. So very extractive from your employees, from um, the people you support with your work. So that's one piece. The other binary is often then the alternative is, okay, well, there's so that's one kind of mindset or way you can think about money and pricing. And the other mindset or way we can think about money or pricing within capitalism is to extract from ourselves. So think domestic labor um, and think health and helping professionals where we generally the values that are embedded in, in our professions ask us to extract from ourselves. And when you move from the public model, if you even had been there, but even within our training, so if you've been trained in a traditional kind of health professional role, the mindset and the values that you've been given around money and pricing set you up to extract from yourself, particularly if you go into the private sector, because you're encouraged and you're um, often you know, trained in a way that your services are not they give, you give them away free. They're kind of, um, you know, it's, it's along the spectrum of caring, um, caring roles in those those ways. And that's because for a lot of health and helping professionals, are uh, that work is done predominantly by women um, or traditionally. Um, they are positioned in that way so that, um, 
you know, they're, they're undervalued as far as pricing and money goes. And so there's a whole set of values that go with that. And what ends up happening, and perhaps this is your experience, and it's definitely something I've seen with so many of the health and helping professionals I've worked with, is that they are extracting from themselves in their business. And so they're creating a pricing model that allows access and allows opportunity for the people they work with to be resourced, um, but not for themselves. And what we're doing here when we think of it through the values-based lens is we're not turning our values towards ourselves in our business. We're just looking at, well, how can I show up in my values for everyone else within my pricing within business? So capitalism loves that, of course, because capitalism you know, we don't question the system and we don't look to what's wrong with the system if we're either extracting from the humans we work with. And that's like the traditional model, you know, charge, 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 um, you know, keep increasing your prices, increase your prices. I remember going to this seminar, um, the presenter was called the million, million dollar f- health professional. I think it was something like that. Anyway, so the very first point of like the seminar was double your prices, you know, increase your rates. It's always a thing. Now, is that a piece that we can have a conversation from around? Yes, of course, because like I said, most health professionals do extract from themselves, but it doesn't mean that then we switch to extracting from the humans we work with. Can we increase our prices and make sure, yes, we're charging? Yes, absolutely. These are two, they're connected, but not the same conversation. And I want to make sure that nuance is there. I'm not saying that increasing your prices is a bad thing because most probably you could you could go for it and do that. And let's do it in a way that we're coming from it from our values of ensuring that you're turning your values towards yourself, not simply through that capitalist value of, hey, the market can hold more, people can char- um, afford more, so let's just charge them it. And the same token, I don't want you to be extracting from yourself and charging an amount for your services that leaves you unable to meet your needs because within our system, money is one of the tools we need. So when we move into private practice, we're in business, the way things are set up is to be very transactional around money and how we meet our needs. And this is one of the places. So one of the places first I want you to inquire and get curious is are you extracting from yourself in your business? This is If you're hanging around here, it's nine times out of 10, that's more going to be where you're going to be rather than extracting from the humans you work with. I could probably guarantee that's not <laughs> where you're at um, because if you're here hanging out with me talking about business in a different way, it's just probably not a model, pricing model that really gels for you. So the person you're probably extracting from is yourself. So I'd love you to inquire around that, to look at that. Is your pricing and is your financial model within your business sustainable? Is it regenerative? Does it actually help to resource you and does it help you to feel resourced in providing the services and doing the work that you do? If not, you're probably extracting from yourself. So that's the first line of inquiry. The second piece is how do you meet your financial needs currently? What are all the ways or how do you meet your needs currently? What are all the ways you meet your needs, whether it's through obviously money's one, but but what are um what are the other ways we can meet our needs within our system? Actually let's let's go there in a minute. Let's first start with what are the ways that you meet your needs financially? Like, where does the money come from? Does it just come from one-to-one stuff in within your if you're if you're just one person within your kind of um, household family? Then then it probably just comes from you. If you're in a multi-person household, um, how do all the the financial needs of you and the people within the household get met? What are all those kind of streams? Capitalism wants us to position. Um, a tr- really transactional nature of how we get our needs met. So we do this thing and someone pays us for it and that's how we meet our needs. And of course, 
That is generally how it happens. But what I would love just to think about is what are some other ways we can, how can we kind of break that real transactional space? One, so we can make space for the relational, but also so we can look for where can we get our financial needs met that is not always so transactional. So as an example, um, you know, one of the areas that I've, so, so sometimes some groups of people or or ways that you might work, it might be spaces where you can ensure your financial needs are met more easily. And that can open up space for you to then um, have pricing that is more resourcing for you and the humans you support in other areas. So as an example, perhaps you, you know, for somebody who might do some writing and perhaps you write for publications and a publications, you know, there's a very specific kind of pricing model. Um, and you can perhaps cover more of your financial needs through doing something like that, through doing corporate wellness, through doing, um, you know, work with corporations or work with, I suppose, spaces where the spread of where the finance and money comes from is not always just from one person having to resource you in that really transactional way. So, for example, in my own business, like one of the spaces where I've created more space in in previous iterations of business for my like one-on-one work where I was able to create um, whole space to have a bit more of an accessible pricing model in my one-to-one work was by doing work with childcare centers um, and corporate nutrition kind of work where the, where it wasn't an extreme. I'm not saying like I was extracting from them, but actually how I kind of think of it is reversing primitive accumulation, which just a little side note around capitalism and things. When capitalism began, it began by the accumulation of capital, right? So basically stealing resources from people, enclosing the commons, um, stealing, you know, domestic labor and stuff so that there was capital and money to start with. So sometimes I kind of think of how can we use that, like get capital back from the system, corporations and big kind of business and places and spaces like that, and use that to create space for individuals and particularly marginal, um, you know, under-resourced individuals to access um, capital. So for example, what I have always, what I was doing there was looking for where can I meet my needs financially through those avenues. So therefore my one-to-one work could be more financially accessible. Now that's just one example of, of a different way to think about it. And it's not always possible. I'm not just saying that's how we can do it. And I don't, you know, it's obviously not changing things if we're extracting from one group for other people, but more the way I was thinking about it is how do we redistribute that capital and redistribute resourcing within our current system. For folks like me who are in um, quite financially, I suppose, privileged positions where you your financial needs are met within perhaps within a family kind of system um, or perhaps within other kind of um, choices or, or resourcing or things that have happened um, and, of course, having privilege within our, our culture and within our systems – where can we use that to hold more space for um, for resourcing of others within our businesses? Um, and yeah, just some ways we can think about, you know, if we are really wanting to look at particularly, you know, I'm a white person, I live on stolen land um, in Australia, and how do I redistribute those resources? How do I acknowledge that financial privilege I have and and look at doing things differently and outside of that capitalist model of me just accumulating more and more. 
So as an example, so I'm just in the middle currently of the launch of Radical, which is my six-month business program, and it's around doing business differently. And side note, we have a whole uh, month on pricing and money. Um, So, you know, check that out if it's something you're interested in. But the pricing that I have for Radical is quite radical um, in that within the business, so within traditional business, what the, you know, quote unquote market will hold or what is what is standard would be probably like, you know, thousands to $10,000 is not unusual for like a six month program, right? I charge a thousand Australian dollars for this program because I want it to be accessible, but I can do that because I am well resourced financially through other ways. And while I could charge more and I could do that, I want to disrupt that idea within capitalism of the role being me increasing my individual wealth. I want us to be doing business differently. I want everyone to be doing business differently because I'm really passionate about that being a tool to co-create a different world. Um, And I literally want to put my money where my mouth is, you know, that saying. But really what I want to model is that one, we can do it differently. We can you know, and, and comes what comes with those privilege. But also if we do hold privilege and I do hold financial privilege, how do I look to redistribute that within the system I'm part of rather than perpetuating the same kind of values of capitalism, which is individualism and extraction? Now, I'm not saying everybody is in that position. Absolutely not. And so what I teach within Radical, but also within my other coaching and what I want to plant a seed for here is how can you do it within where you're at within one your values and within what is happening for you around money finances and meeting your needs and so that brings me to that other question I started to talk about which was how else do we meet our needs capitalism wants us to meet our needs only through money it's not the only way we can meet our needs and humans have been meeting their needs in many different ways and how can we cultivate different ways of meeting our, our needs from from the radical of mutual aid um, to building social connections, social cohesion, so different ways we can look at getting our needs met? Does it always have to be through money? Um, and if we want to do things differently and we want to um, you know, dismantle capitalism, dismantle these systems, what are the different things we might need to set up for yourself what are the different ways of meeting your needs could you start cultivating now even if it means doesn't yet mean that you can move away from finance and money to meet your needs but what are the opportunities what are the ways we can start thinking about doing things differently so what kind of a relationship do you want to cultivate with money how can your pricing support you to do that or your or how you approach pricing how you think about pricing but also what's your vision for money in the world and like the role that money plays do you want to continue to be in a world where all of our needs are commodified and basically every need we has has a price tag on it and if not what are some small ways we can do it differently within your business or what are some ways you can do that what are ways you can price where you feel resourced but it also holds space for other people to be resourced too within your business but with within those other kind of networks And I know that I'm not necessarily offering up any answers because I don't think there is necessarily one right way to do this. But I want us to start a conversation around pricing that just goes beyond the transactional of this is the service I do and what should I price for that? Yes, that's important and we we do want to get a start on that. And we can embed that question within, okay, and what 
how do I meet my needs and what makes me feel resourced and where are ways I can meet my needs outside of just money and how can we set up non-transactional ways of of doing business or ways that we can I suppose I mean there there might always be a level of transactional within business but how can we move it away or decouple it from that real like one-to-one kind of piece not as in um, how can we move away from one-to-one and extract more resources from the economy (laughs) but um, how can we look at how we price and the values we bring to pricing so I know this mostly questions and not particularly answers but The answers are very individual and the answers, or not so much answers, but the curiosities and experiments we can do around this and the ways we can get curious and critical, as in running a critical analysis around pricing, around what stories we have around pricing, around who benefits from that, around the transactional nature of pricing and money and what are the opportunities and possibilities for moving away from that, um, all around when we do have financial privilege, how can we redistribute that? How can we open up opportunities for doing things differently if we say that is really what we want to be doing? Um, in my other episode I did on pricing, I talked about some other pricing models and different ways of showing up with pricing. So I'd recommend checking that out because that could be really helpful. Um, but also like how do we get our needs met and how can we make sure that Or how can we kind of cultivate a space within your business, but within the world where you are resourced, where I am resourced, where the humans we're supporting are resourced and we can, we have space and capacity to have our needs met. In capitalism, the tool to do that, the only tool is money. And we're not, while we exist within the capitalist system, that's going to be part of it. And how can we start setting up alternative ways or, or other options or opportunities? What can we do differently? And how can we start just challenging what is happening and how can we start doing pricing differently? As a minimum, how can you start embedding pricing less around external influences like what can the market hold or um, what's this person pricing or um, things like that and bringing them into internal reasons or internal kind of grounding of what are your values? What values do you want to bring to your relationship with money and pricing? And what is a way of pricing a model, um, a way of doing services, a way of structuring your whole business so that you can be resourced to meet your financial needs and so can the humans that you want to support. So I'll leave you with that. I'm here to continue the conversation. I'd love to chat to you more about it. If this is the kind of stuff you're interested in learning more about or diving deeper on or just getting curious about and thinking about how do we do things differently and how do we start? We're not going to go from, you know, if you're starting out in business or, you know, you're building your business up to the point of, um, you know, just trying to get things started. You're not necessarily going to be looking at redistributing resources right now, right? But how can we start thinking about pricing and money and our relationship with it and the values we are being asked to act into around money and pricing and the values that you would like to act into around money and pricing? How can we how can we start considering that or how can we hold space for that to shift or transition into a different way of doing pricing and money and 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 that kind of thing. Um, of course, different stages of business, different different places and spaces that we're at is going to call for different things. Um, but yeah, I'd love to invite you to continue the conversation with me, reach out if you've got questions, but also to go check out Radical um, because this is the kind of conversations uh, we'll be having in there as well as talking about strategy and systems and things to put in place to look at numbers, to look at finances and to look at pricing within your business. Okay, so 
reach out at Dietitian Values over on Instagram or flick me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com if you've got questions, um, want to continue the conversation and I'll drop a link in the show notes to the couple of episodes I mentioned and I'll, there'll also be a link there to go check out Radical if that's something that feels aligned or you're curious about. Okay, until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.